Herald of Steel beckons. War on the horizon. Chaos reigns supreme. But who will save us? Beckons of the Herald of Steel is a 5th edition homebrew campaign. It is a high fantasy and old school flavored campaign run by me, the young Rognard, and my friends. Let's meet those friends now. I am Anthony Santiago, and I'm playing Norhill Hammerstone, Dwarven Fighter. I'm Jared, and I'll be playing Jarzak, the Orc Warlock. I'm Ryan, and I'm going to be playing Klika, the Goblin Sorcerer. I'm Veronica. I'll be playing Anton, the Human Cleric. While many prophecies are written, our story has yet to be completed. Follow us into adventure. Ready to go! Welcome back to the podcast. It is I, Grognar the Young, the Young Grognar, kicking you to live with another episode of the Beckons of the Herald of Steel podcast, the campaign, whatever the fuck it is. I don't know. You people put me on a hurried little situation here. No, go ahead. Why don't one of you guys do the recap? Go ahead. Tell me what happened. That 20, snowman, easy peasy. <laughs> All right. So anyway, where did we leave off? I'm just kidding. All right, you know the details. The adventure is the past. No, the adventure is the herald. The quest is the past. Easy peasy. Party are in the lair of the frost giants. We're trying to get down, kill the leader, come back with our uh, heads held high. But unfortunately, uh, our party, after committing giant genocide, um, taking no prisoners on the way in here, smacked an innocent chef around a little bit too much. And Domero Dunlock Jarzak. Jarzak's a snowman. Uh, party realize that there's frost giants in their midst and coming towards them. Anton unleashes a firewall. And uh, yeah, it sounds like they're marching their way around to go a different way. So the party has a few precious minutes before an onslaught of giants comes bashing into their little dining hall here. And Jarzak is too cool for school right now. Uh, so Snowman Jarzak is there. Anton is in the middle of that very large chamber we left off in. Um How's everybody handling this moment right now? Because we only really have a couple of minutes before uh, the whole gang is upon you. I'm going to get ready to raise a firewall at the second exit, <laughs> if necessary. Yeah, uh, Nor- Norhill was running into the feast hall calling for Klika to figure out what happened to Jarzak uh, so that he could go you know, help Anton defend against the coming giants. Yeah, Klika's currently trying to keep Snowzak away from the pool of blood from the ogre he killed and trying to snuff out heat sources. Just doing whatever <laughs> she can to keep Jarzak nice and frosty and in one piece. Okay. Uh, just um, curious, is, is this place f- fireproof? Like, am I gonna like burn down the, the for- my firewalls? Just this is the uh, this is the inside of a rocky fortress. Okay, good. Yeah, don't what worry. You set the entire internal structure on fire with the other firewall, and you're just like, "Oh shit, I forgot about that." Just the ceiling caving in, burning. <laughs> and the giants all died from carbon monoxide poisoning as we smoked them to death. You know, I've never felt more honorable. <laughs> 
anyway, let's go home to glory, Wake. Um, too soon. Um, okay, so uh, what's the plan we're going to do for the next minute? Because it sounds like the Giants are nowhere nearby. Uh, so let's see, we've got a minute. Wait, wait, can we push one of the big tables toward the other exit? Like, shove it in the way? You think we could do that, Norhill? Uh, yeah, how heavy did the tables look? Immensely heavy. Dang it. Um, I can't say freakishly heavy, but it's literally giant furniture. T- table for giants. Uh, how about the chairs? Do the chairs look movable? They do, but again, put it into perspective that the Giants also just like sit in these chairs, so they'll probably be able to huck them away, unless you guys unlock some sweet Tetris combo that like makes it impossible to move it. They're just going to kind of throw them. We did block off one of the doors into the dormitory area, don't forget. Norhill yeah, took some time. Went, so I was, go- I was going to ask uh, if the other door we came in uh, could be barred on this side or the other side. You could bar it on this side, but you'd have to put something through the rings. Norhill it doesn't seem to be is... the same like, defensive those, like, ledge. Are there any big bones on the table we could use? No, so what Norhill's going to do is he's going to knock over one of the chairs and use the giant slaying axe to cut off a couple of the legs uh, so that he can stick those through the rings on the door and have it sort of, sort of kind of locked. Um, and to answer your question there, Anton, um, the giant roast pig that looks like it may be like a dire boar of some sort has a like a, a brutal-looking femur that's been unearthed from being chomped at. So if you were to put the femur through, it looks like the same amount as the, uh, what's it called? Like the same density and everything as the wood from the table leg. And Norho will grab that too. Just case. Giant raw boar femur. That's so disgusting. Um, if any of that, yeah, never mind. We're not gonna get in the logistics of a bone. Um yeah, so, so okay, those, so uh over barring the door that we came in through from the dormitory. Okay. Yep. So you loop in the uh femur through the uh, the uh, the table leg in the femur through the uh, hoop in the door as best as you can to get it to hold way. Um at this point, being over by that door, you can hear the sound of the other door having smashed open, like directly off the hinges, as if something on the other side noticed the door was barred shut and just bashed the doors off the hinges rather than trying to mess with like the actual, you know, whatever was holding it together. Um, with that crash and smash and the hoots and hollers of a gang of giants, or at least one frost giant and a gang of Verbeeg, um, it sounds like they've entered into the barracks chamber. Snowzak coming through is, on this uh, side, handling this very well. He seems very cool under this pressure. <laughs> Hope you're proud of yourself. I am very proud of myself. You know, it's, it's not often I get to. A, he'll, he'll have a fireball hey, ready if they break through. Your wall of fireball. Um, because I'll have the wall on one side. I'm like, I'll just fireball him. I think on the other. I hope you don't lose that concentration. So um, with that, the large uh, frost giant up in the front starts hammering on the door to push it open, and you can see it start to flex under the weight of the uh, the punching and the shoving. 
Um, and at this point, you can see the bone and the table leg start to flex under this push. And the flex stops. The door goes kind of dormant for a second. And then with one huge hefty bash, the door is again flexed. Um, and actually, in one single push, the door bashes off the hinges and comes flying in here. And before you is one frost giant and a gang of the Verbeek. So at this point, Snowzak awakens again, and there's a very, very cold Jarzak beneath, still wearing the armor and the clothing that he had worn before he became the Snowzak. Um, but yeah, you are none the wiser of anything that has just happened in the past couple minutes. Happy birthday! <laughs> oh, wait, what's going on? So he, he, like, emerges from underneath the snow, right? Yeah, he basically, like, shakes it all off, like some kind of cartoonish, it's snowing very heavy outside kind of thing, where he's just coated in snow and went, and all the snow goes flying off. That, that's essentially what happens. Click is not sure if... He was in there the whole time or not. Just looking at the wrong moment. Look, looks yeah. directly at Klika. Uh, bad luck that time. It'll be good luck next time. It <laughs> gets ready to sprint in the other room. Make sure to pick up Domero's luck off the floor. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so at this point, the fireball goes whisking uh, through the air towards the frost giant and the gang of Airbeak behind it. Um, so what's the next save I gotta get? 16 decks. Okay, the frost giant passes, and the Verbeeg, who are not as good. Holy shoot. Okay, two of them fail it. Okay, frost giant only gets half damage. Um, 30 points of damage, so he gets 15. Or she, I don't know the number. Okay. He probably has fire sensitivity, so it's just regular 30. I bet. I, I bet. What, the giants? Yeah. Yeah, they don't have any sensitivity to it. I know. No, yeah, like, there's, like, there's like two creatures in 5e that have like actual weaknesses. I was going to say, he would, he would be surprised. I've been running a... I've been running a giant heavy campaign, and... Um, yeah, giants are very unexciting. Right, Anthony. All right, thank you for ruining this. Sorry, you're really <laughs> right. I'm sure. I'm sure that you've uh, done everything you can to make the giants exciting. I'm lazy, and I don't change anything. You're playing it right now, butthole. Anyway, all right, let's go. So let's roll for initiative, then. Me? Was Norhill standing in front of the door for any particular reason? I imagine that he, like, just got done with setting everything up yeah, considering the time that it would take to chop up the chair and then get yeah. it over to the door and set it up fair enough in that case uh for the initiative for the giants we got a 17 click you got a 23 anybody that nice anybody score above a 17 that's not 23 all right uh norhill got a 15 Garzak got a 13. And Anton got a 10. 10. I'm not last this time. My comeback. (laughs) 
All right, Cleek, you are up. So Cleek is still in the kitchen area, pretty far distance from the giants in the doorway, to be honest. You're like 100 feet away. I would have thought that the biggest issue with fighting in the Giants' domain is having to travel. Mm. Just running. Right. Spending all turns. All right. All right. So click click do? Just dashes ahead. Okay. Ooh. Uh, next turn, it's the Giants. And the Frost Giant, being pissed off and now very toasty, um, rushes up to Norhill and attempts to pick him up and throw him. Oh, actually, I, I will bonus action Shadow Blade. Now that I'm not afraid to sp cast spells anymore. There's a point in time where I have just picked up your fighter and prepared to throw him at your cleric. You're not allowed to just start throwing bonus actions in there. Thanks all for right. revealing the surprise. I forgot you <laughs> talked me down from not using spells at all except for cantrips. Last I'm going to talk game. you back up on that ledge. I'm going to talk <laughs> you back up on that ledge. All right. Uh, Norhill makes a uh, dexterity saving throw. 19. Damn. Okay, so as it reaches down to scoop you up, you jump away from it as the thing goes to pick you up and toss you and grunts angrily at you and then tries instead to swing in with its great axe. All right. Okay. And on the attack roll, what's your armor class? Uh, 18. Oh, so I hit. Okay. Uh, Norhill is going to spend a use of warding maneuver. Uh, does a 20 still hit? Yes. I got a 21. Oof. So on the damage with its great axe as it swings in. You take ba, 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 11, 18, and 24 points of damage as it hefts into you on the side. Okay, so of that, I only take nine points of damage. You know, I figured there was a time when this fighter guy was going to really start excelling. All right, so now that he's moved up and started doing that, um, our friends, the Verbeeg, are kind of stuck in this position behind him. But luckily, we can move through our friendlies. So they do. And they start funneling into the chamber, one by one, hup, 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 hup style. I'll say the two in the back start staying in the back. Can Norhill get an opportunity uh, attack if he wants on the one that passed him? Uh, uh, no, nope. warding, uh, warding maneuver is a reaction. Ah. Ooh. All right. In that case. I'll just say he keeps sprinting in. But the other Verbeeg who rushes in, two of them rush past the Frost Giant, who's currently wrestling with Norhill. Um, and then the two that rush by him, one's going to swing in on Norhill, and the other one's just going to keep running. Um, I actually don't know when he's going to stop running. <laughs> I didn't plan for this. Um, I got an 18. Does your warding maneuver keep for the entire round? Uh, nope. Uh, warding maneuver against is against one specific attack. Uh, okay. But, of course, my regular armor class is currently 18, so that still misses. Okay. Wait, what? My regular uh, unmodified armor class is 18. Because okay, so I'm not wielding the shield because I got the giant slaying axe. Yeah. It's got a um, plus nine against giants. I got uh, 13 points of damage on you. And the very big stabs into its spear. Uh, the other one 
want to make sure I got my distance right. The one who rushed in. Okay, he's actually going to go ahead and just keep running, knowing that that fireball came from Anton. We're going to try to clear that gap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the other Verbeeg rushes up, finishing its full sprinty sprint across the room, gets into Anton's face. And that's where the giant's turn ends, and it goes to Norhill. Okay, uh, Norhill is going to make two attacks against the Frost Giant. Roger. Uh, the first attack is going to be a 13. That's a miss. Oof. Uh, the second attack is a 25. That's a hit. Okay, so let's see. Uh, it's going to need to make a DC 15 strength saving throw against the trip attempt from the axe. Ooh. I failed with an 11. Embarrassing. Honestly. Uh, it's going to take 22 points of magical slashing damage. And it falls on the floor. So I imagine it probably overextends itself after it tries to pick you up, stumbles, and hits you on the backswing with the axe. And as it keeps going, you probably hook under its foot, and the thing just flops to the ground in front of you. Okay. You have another attack, or was that? Oh, yeah, right, the 13. Yeah, I, I okay. missed with the first one. So, yeah, that's my turn. I just wanted to remind you of your shortcomings. Um, so yes, thank you. <laughs> All right, Jarzak, you're up. Let's go, Snow Zach. Hey, uh, I will bonus action teleport. So, and then do my regular move up to Klika. Uh, hey, Cleeks. Uh, you know. Uh, good luck up there, and just slaps Cleek on the shoulder and casts Fly on us. Okay, okay. Is that it for your turn? Cleek immediately flies headfirst into the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, that'll be it. Okay. So now Anton rounds out the end of the round. Okay, I'm going to first use my bonus action to cast Shield of Faith on myself. Naturally. Because my AC still sucks ass. That will drop <laughs> the firewall. Uh, that's okay. I, I don't okay. see a point at this point. And then I want to get my Sunblade out. I don't think I could swing it yet, but I want to get some use out of it. Swing it? I can swing you it. You said it was a bonus action, right? So I'll. Bonus action to cast Shield of Faith, and then. I got twelve on the blade. <laughs> twelve on the attack is... roll. Oh. Uh, so wait, is did it? Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> you looked like so hopeful for just a second there, and I felt very bad having to dash that. You should. <laughs> You're like, my God, I just hit, and it's like you know. I wish. Um, okay. But now, uh, if that's the end of your turn. Mm. Okay, we'll go back to the top of the round. Klika, let's do it. Flying oh. Klika. Let's, yeah. Okay. Klika will go help 
Uh, Anton first and foremost. Uh, get, get the good old flanky danky. I like thinking Klika just like helicopters in, yeah. with, like stupid little helicopter tail like tails, and just comes flying in annoyingly behind <laughs> things to stab them with overwhelming buckets of damage that just yeah. don't belong. This doesn't feel bad about it. <laughs> Damn Klika. Klika attacks with a bucket that just says damage on the side. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so that's yeah, twenty damage with Shadow Blade. Click pops up behind this thing mid-flight, gets it right in the spine, right where the spine and the butt meet. Hit it right in the the, the vestigial tailbone. Not in the butt, me. Right where the rump doth roast. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You doing anything else? Just no, that, that'll do it for now. So, just so we got this clear, that was just a normal shadow blade attack. There was no booming blade. It was no booming. Fury of the small. It, not, it, it was booming blade? Yeah. Okay. See, this is why I gotta know these things. Alright. Well... Now it goes to the giants. So our friend, the jumbo giant, who's on the ground, flopping and flailing, is going to spend half of his movement to stand up. He's very mad again at Norhill, so he's going to try to pick him up and chuck him one last time. Uh, Give me one more deck saving throw. Uh, Norhill crit. (laughs) So he almost falls down just out of, like, overarching trying to pick you up in the first place. But he gets mad and swings in one more time with his axe. And this time, I got a 21. Uh, Norhill will spend another warding maneuver. I thought you would. Uh, Norhill failed again to overcome that 21, so you hit. But it is going to give me resistance against this damage, so that's good. This is an immense amount of damage. I'm very glad that you have that. Um, I dealt 24 points. Sorry. Oops. 26. Uh, how's Norhill looking? Uh, I'll let you know when I find out. <laughs> well, when Norhill's head attaches back to his body, we'll know for... Uh, nearly bloodied, but not quite. Okay. And heeding the call of the nearly bloodied, but not quite, the other very big attacks... Uh, misses on the first swing and on the second swing uh, has 19 versus Norhill. That's a hit. Okay, stabs in with a spear and deals only 10 points. Not a good day when I can say only 10 points. Um, the rest of the bear beak come rushing in. Um, Norhill this is on one damage, right? I'm, I'm okay to be applying my damage reduction. Hell yes. You can get an attack of opportunity on the one that rushes past you if you'd like. Uh, nope. Uh, warning maneuver is a reaction. Oh, well. Um, in that case, that one's going to keep rushing in too, and it's going to go into corner Klika. Get the flank. So now the Klika nor, I mean, Klika Anton Bearbeak Sandwich over here. At least Klika's flying okay. at chest level with them. And then the Verbeeg that is cornered by Anton and Klika is going to attack in on Anton. 
and I got a crit. Oh, fuck. That's not good. I roll a lot of dice when that happens. Uh, oh, I got I got a lot of ones and twos, however. So you only take three, five, eight, 14, 20 points of damage. Okay. With a lot of ones and, and twos, that's turns, a lot. Turns around and it swings on Kalika, getting that flank bonus. But that flank bonus is surely not enough. Uh, what's your armor class? 21. Okay, so as it tries to turn around, it misses as it tries to swing in uh, nice and sneaky. But you at chest level, it was not expecting. Especially with booty damage, it was like, you would have been so much lower. But mm. Kalika's got strange monkey feet. <laughs> That's how she's holding the shadow blade right now. <laughs> she has the shield in both hands and the so, shadow blade in her monkey foot. Uh, that's a whole different image. Crazy. <laughs> She's also she and she floats sideways, so it's just the shield up top and the blade at the bottom. <laughs> She's just spinning. You know, I, I can't offer you great voices and storytelling, but I can offer you nightmares like you've never heard of before. The flying goblin with monkey feet. But you know what? Enough of that. Now it's Norhill's turn. Norhill's right. surrounded by two Verbeegs and a Frost Giant. Uh, Norhill's going to keep trying to kill the Frost Giant. Roger. Uh, first attack is a 17 to hit. That's good. Uh, second attack is a 14 to hit. That is not good. All right, uh, so Norhill is going to spend a superiority die in order okay. to make this a, I don't know, let's say, let's say a disarming attack. So that's going to be two DC 15 strength saves, uh, one versus dropping your weapon, one versus falling down. The one versus falling down is a pass, and the one versus dropping the weapon is also a pass. That is... Pretty much minimum damage. Uh oh. 10 points of slashing damage. <laughs> oh no, we're hitting that point of apathetic and cynical Norhill. <laughs> oh no, I smell it. Coming. I had to spend resources on that attack. Oh no. Oh no, it's coming. These D6s <laughs> are going home. Uh oh. There you go. Um, okay, is that it for Norhill? Gonna have to be it for Norhill. Oh no. All right. Uh now it goes to Jarzak. Jarzak uh, all by himself in the corner. Yeah. Still trying to come to grips with what he saw in the frozen aqua dimension. Oh, yeah, the the block like the text wall you sent me was a little sketch about it, but that's fine. Uh <laughs> Do you imagine? I just send you like some really creepy turns, Lovecraftian like. It turns out Snowzak had a whole snow family and a whole snow life. <laughs> yeah, he lived his whole life from a child till the age he is now, and then turned back. And he's like, no. Like that one episode Every of the Justice League is cartoon. unique. Everything he could have had. Yeah. Um. Now he's here. Jarzak looks looks to Norhill, and it's just like. Yeah, he's got this and flies down here and hits this guy. Uh, flanks with Klika, the one who Jesus. So there's, there's just a conga line 
of Jarzag Verbeeg, Klika Verbeeg, Anton, and then just Norhill 1v3-ing a gang of two Verbeeg and one Frost Giant. Yeah. No, we're good. Uh, 24 to hit. That's good. Are you still swinging with Domoro's luck? No, I pulled out my longsword because it, no, yeah. Come on. Come uh, on. Once we get down more, oh, nice. Uh, 26 damage. Jesus. The, yeah, this is max damage. I think that's the first time I've done it. So, <laughs> you know, you put away Domoro's luck one time. Uh, 10 to hit. Sword is... A what? A, a 10 to hit, which I assume misses. I, you know, I assume too. Yeah. Um, you should have used Domoro's luck on that second hit. You're right. I don't uh, think it'll be as forgiving. You already got sent to the snow dimension. I don't want to know what happens when Jarzak turns into mud. It's fine. That's Klika just abandoned Jarzak. He's like, she's like, nope, can't deal with that. He's become everything I hate. <laughs> I tried to warn him. I guess if I can, I'll pull up my shield, but. Other than that, I'll land on the ground. Just uh Klika, you might you might want to land. Like why? Just flops him in there. <laughs> Just like a little yeah. potato. <laughs> um, okay. Well, uh, so with that, now we go to Anton to round out the end of the round. I'm gonna try to swing back uh the very big with my sword. Languager. Okay. I believe you get advantage on this guy. Well, uh, so I guess I rolled. Ooh. So I guess I rolled twice. Yeah. Thank God. Okay, I crit. With a 24. Hell yeah. <laughs> Quick, or give, it to, like give it to Jarzak. So it was a difference between a 4 and a 24. <laughs> this is why we're in the conga line. <laughs> Everybody gets advantage. <laughs> I got 14 points of damage. Okay, sweet. Uh, so the one that you hit is looking very bloodied. Is that um, if your turn? Yeah, I don't think there's anything I could easily do right now. I was going to try to heal. Um, I, I hate how Cure Wounds is a fucking touch spell. <laughs> you could always have uh, You could. Healing word. There we go. Fuck. I don't think if I have it prepared. I have prayer of healing, but that's better for like the whole group. Yeah. True. It also takes Which that might be soon cast. Yeah, that takes like 10 minutes. <laughs> Fuck. So, uh, with that, if that's the end of your turn, Klika yeah. is the top of round three. Turn again already? Jeez. Sweet. And there's a boss battle. Could you Sweet. imagine? All right. Now that I'm surrounded, I'll start. I'll spend one sorcery point to twin spell booming blade. Very good. And I get advantage on both attacks because <laughs> conga line dynamics. So it's a 22 to hit one. And I rolled 218, so a 27 to hit the other. Swag. Two hits. Yes, sir. All right, so that's 19 damage to one and 29 damage to the other. That The other one got the fucking spicy stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, so the one uh, between you and Anton dies, and the one between you and Jarzak looks 
heavily wounded on the brink of death. Did I get him in the butt? Right in the tailbone, right in the vestigial vertebrae tailbone vertebrae. The vestigial vertebrae vertebrae. Yeah. Is that what you want? Is that what you want from me? Is that what you want from this game? Yes, I do. Okay. I like that we're insinuating that that vertebrae evolved from mammals that had tails. Yeah. Of course they did. Ironically, they used to have beaks as well. The very big bear beaks. Um, vestigial very big bear beaks. You know. Um, okay. Did uh, Clicka have anything else to do? No, that all the question for her. Of the giants. <laughs> okay. Wonder why they have a tailbone. <laughs> Which you only wonder it as you stab it in the ass and feel the tailbone. You're like, huh, that's weird. Well, to be fair, it's psychic. So that's what causes the damage to the Vergbeak, because it wonders that, too. <laughs> that's how it takes oh, the it. psychic damage from Shadowblade. The Shadowblade shows like you your exact is... place in the universe. <laughs> I don't like this game anymore. I'm ready to leave. Um, so with that, um, now goes to the Giants. Uh, the Frost Giant, recovering from a severe and fatal case of shame, decides to attack in on Norhill with its axe twice and not try to throw him, as he is apparently unthrowable. Um, on the two attacks, uh, one of them is a 26. The other one is much less than that, with a 17. Norhill will uh, take it. Yeah, you know, I don't think he had much of a choice. Uh, but, okay. Damage, you take da, 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 10, 15 points of damage as he chops in on you with one of the axe swings. And at this point, he is going to run away. This time, I have a reaction that I can spend. Okay. Hopefully you triple. So I'm going to make my attack of opportunity. What a baby back bitch. Jesus. Uh, but that's only going to be a 14. Okay. So it's a miss as he's running away, stomping out of here, and makes it back into the other chamber. Um, yeah, yeah, baby bag ri- Does that imply that he has baby bag ribs and a tailbone? Like, do, do they also, do they evolve from a Chili's? Is that what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> the old Chili Saurus Rex? Um, well, it's certainly not an Applebee's, I can tell you that much. <laughs> Very good. Um... Yeah, no. Okay, we're not talking about this anymore. Um, so at this point, the uh, Verbeegs, uh, the Verbeeg in the conga line chooses to dash disengage and makes a fucking run out of here as well. Wait, is it? It's can it do both? Dash disengage? Oh, sorry. No, the, just the move disengage. I don't know why dash okay. disengage just sounds like percussive and cool to me. Even if I just mean one regular move of the disengage, it still sounds cooler to say dash disengage. Like it's okay. percussive, it's musical. The kids well, that motherfucker's it. taking some damage. I can tell you that much. Well, it'll probably kill him to be fucking frank with you. Nice. He took twelve, so he he died by two points. Hell so yeah! With that, as he takes a couple steps to run away <laughs> alongside his giant leader, uh, he it pops. He shocks like. another one up to booming blade. <laughs> And with that, the Verbeeg that are left in the doorway uh, maneuver themselves so that they're closer to leaving, trying to maneuver around Norhill, and just start stabbing in on him with their spears and with reckless abandon. Um, the Verbeeg, 
I got a 21 as the highest roll. The others are 18s. And you already oh, used your hits. reaction, right? And I used my reaction. Shucks. Shucks. Turns out the Frost Giant had a plan. He's like, well, he keeps using his reactions. <laughs> Maybe he's going to feel like he wants to use his reaction here. All right, well, the first attack, you take 10, 16 points of damage. I'm coming, Dorel, I'm coming. <laughs> See if I can survive all three of these attacks. <laughs> you imagine. Uh, the next one gives you 18 points. And the last one gives you another 18 points. Uh, yeah, so what is that, 46? Uh, Norhill's down. How much did you take in total then? 37? Something like that. Norhill had like 33 hit points left. That's insulting. All right, so he's down in the Verbeegs. Hoot and holler as they do that, and it looks like they're planning on splitting out of here at this point. Um, but before they can do that, uh, it's Norhill's turn, so go ahead and roll me a death saving throw. Wow, it's not often we get to do that. Uh, 10 and up is a success, right? Yeah, that's a 15. Swag. All right, now it goes to Jarzak. The axe was too much for him. Jarzak's gonna... <laughs> Is Jarzak the gonna idea walk over and pick up an axe? Jarzak, of all people, like, like, giving one of those sort of, like... Just knowing looks at the ground like, no, it's just too much for him. The idea of Jarzak, of all people, making a comment like that. <laughs> Jarzak's going to grab the axe off Norhill, if I can, and then swing it at the giant next to it, Norhill. By all means. The other two giants have yet to be touched. Verbi, you mean? Yeah, Verbi. Oh, they're still giants. That's true. Uh, a hill bonus. No, I won't bonus action. <sighs> okay. Did and I miss? attack. No, a 26 to hit. That's good. Uh, 14, uh, 22 damage. Jesus. And needs a DC 15 strength save. Okay. Um, that one's bloody. Why does he need the strength save? Because I oh, hit yeah, him with the, the giant slayer axe. Yeah. I was thinking it was a class ability rather than that. Um, nope. I got a 15 on the dot. Uh, meets it, beats it, right? So, you okay? Attack again. That's a 21 to hit. Damn, okay. Imagine if you kill it. Uh, 23 damage and okay. needs to make a strength save throw again. It is incredibly close to death. And this time it fails on its save and falls to the ground with a thwonk. Okay. 
Is that it for your turn? And with that, Charzak will fly like 20 feet into the air, move closer. So I'm above Norhill. Okay. I just don't like thinking now that fly looks like just tails and you just all like <laughs> hover at that annoying like 20 degrees angle, just like. It's just Kleeka. <laughs> um, okay. Well, with that nightmare in mind, uh, it goes to Anton's turn. Uh, I'm going to see if Let's I could double move to. Ooh. I need to tap Norhill. Can I double move at 45 feet, though? Oh no. Uh, your double move should be 60 feet. Yeah. Yeah. It... One second. So Anton rushes yeah, across. Yeah, my double the, move. Uh... Yeah. Okay, so I'm gonna... Anton rushes across the dining room. Yeah. And I don't think I could hit him with Spare the Dying left yet. It's an, act, it's an action to dash. So. Yeah. Damn it. Well, yeah. that'll be my next move. All right. So you rush right up into base contact with a fallen Norhill beneath a flying Jarzak. Next to a fallen okay. Big. Yep. <laughs> okay. He's going to get up. His five HP are holding him in there. Um. Okay. And now it goes to Kleeka at the top of the round. Great. Click just gonna dash past everybody to get into base contact with the Rust Giant. Jesus Christ. How did wait? Oh, because the flying Fly. Yeah, gives me 120. <laughs> it was 60 to the corner and then another 35. Jesus. So flying through there just the flight of the Valkyries playing in the background as a helicopter Kleeka just comes fluttering in like fucking yeah. tails. The fat the faster she moves, the quicker she spins around too with the shadow blade and the shield. <laughs> <laughs> it's extremely dangerous for everyone around her. That just reminds me of that scary monster from Godzilla, the one that's like the spinning turtle. <laughs> yeah, Gamera is a nice, <laughs> nice turtle. Don't you put Gamera into that? Gamera is from his own thing. <laughs> but either way, that was a pretty good reference. Um, almost as good as it's yeah, almost as good as its reference in World of Warcraft. Um, stupid Gamura. Anyway, um, okay. Well, that aside, uh, now it goes to the giants. Now the fucking one giant who got cornered by Kalika is terrified by the aerodynamics of a goblin, um, but chooses to try to swing in on uh, her with two axe swings. I got a 12 and a 25. It will shield the 25. Well, that still means a hit, doesn't it? Uh, like, yes. I mean, it, not anymore because it's a 26. I have 26 AC with shield. I thought you said 25. I, yeah, I'm going to shield the 25. As in, like, um, I'm using shield on the... Okay. Yes. When you said shield 25, I was like, <laughs> okay, well, that's good that you brought it to 25, but not good enough that you brought it to 26, but... Bitch. Fair enough, so... <laughs> there's you. a very loud 
ping noise as it hits the space outside of Klinka's torso, questions everything, and thinks, maybe I have a tailbone too. Um, and with that, <laughs> the Verbeeg um, that are in this area start I... to disengage and just move. And then the other one, realizing its time may be up, stands, taking half its movement, and then now moves uh, the rest of its movement speed into the hallway with a disengage. Uh, did they both disengage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, I like to imagine when Klika's shield, he still, or the Fashine still hits the top of Klika's shield, and then she just bounces up and down from ceiling to floor a bunch. Just bong, 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 and then just slows down and is standing there completely unharmed. I got to tell you, at about 120 episodes into this campaign, I like thinking that when she gets hit, she flies around the room smacking into walls, too. Um, <laughs> but anyway, now it goes to Norhill. Uh, that is a 17, so that is a second successful death saving throw. Okay. And then it goes to Jarzak. Come on, Anthony. Okay. Say you got a one. Give us a little drama. No. It's a little drama. Uh, I roll a one. I will be sure to play, fail it, the for, next uh, one. play it out for the recording. Uh, so I will fly up to the one that's injured. Okay. I will attack it with the axe. Okay. A 21 to hit. 22 I'm, damage. I was going to say, I'm guaranteed it's dead anyway, but so Jarzak flies behind it like some sort of scary nightmarish villain and manages to samurai slash it upside the back. <laughs> just a spooky evil float just slowly forward like fucking death itself. <laughs> he could be the most benevolent character, but he still has the spooky mechanical arm, the glowing katana blade, and then he's just, you know, looking he's like... He's also well, the, guy who had... the pale orc. Like, all the color has been drained from him. He's been rapidly <laughs> aged. <Yeah. laughs> At one point in time, he had bugs expelled from his insides. <laughs> involuntarily. Multiple times. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Jarzak... One he for... remembers and one he doesn't. <laughs> Jarzak will fly up to the corner. See that Klika has the... The big guy kind of boxed in a little and going to use his bonus action teleport and just appear behind the big guy and make his attack on the big guy very good frost giant here we go uh 29 to hit good 20 damage 20 holy snap so this guy looks bloody to this point and he needs and to he make does the not seem to be doing well dc 15 strength save bro Okay, got a 60. I mean, a 20, yeah. Got a 60. <laughs> I add six. To get He's making up numbers. Again. I think he failed. I got a, uh, 107. Um, so with that 107 in mind, if that's in your turn, it goes to Anton. Yep. Uh, I'm immediately going to tap Norhill with Spare the Dying. So he is now stable. And then, because I can't do too much more, 
Um, I think I'm just going to look around and see if there's any other enemies other than the ones that were chased back into the barracks. To be honest, you think that you've pretty much roused up all of the energy in this chamber you possibly could have in this fight. Okay. Um, okay. And now, it goes to the top of the round for Klika, round four. All right. Got the flank. Uh, oops, come here. Move right here. All right. Gonna spend a sorcery point to twin spell booming blades. So I can get both the Veerbeak and the Frost Giant. So that's a twenty to hit the Frost Giant. That's good. Oh, only a thirteen to hit the Veerbeak. So that's not gonna do it. We're close. Uh, twenty-six damage to the Frost Giant. Okay. And it's boomed up, as the kids say. I'm sure he'll be <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you guys aren't on TikTok, so you wouldn't know, but yeah, if things are getting pretty crazy out there. Dark time. Um, okay. And now it goes to the giants. So the frost giant, being very much so sick and tired of Klika and the antics, uh, starts swinging in again on Klika. Um, okay. That's two 18s. That sucks. That does suck. That's sad. Sad, really. Taking its chances, though, it is going to move. Freak, yeah. That's 12 damage, baby. So it rushes off into the next chamber, suffering a boom. (laughs) Um, A grunt of pain. (laughs) Jarzak could finish it. Yep, Jarzak crit on his reaction. Oh, for fuck's sake. Of course yeah. He yeah, he sure did. Oh, too bad I didn't pull out Domero's luck. That could have been real good. I swear to God. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think I'd rather have the 2d12 and 4d6 in, in this situation. Wow, he got an 8 on 4d6. This is sad. Don't imagine so imagine bad. rolling for your stats and getting an 8. <laughs> I've done it. Well, you would drop the lowest, which is a one. So he got a seven. My first <laughs> ever character had a seven in like two stats. God. Um, so uh, what did you get for total? Uh, 35. 35 damage? How the hell did you pull that off? The crit plus the 2d6 additional it does on giants. Oh, uh, okay. There you go. I mean, that was only eight extra damage. But I, I got a t- 27 on my base damage. Yeah, you got to roll 2d12, so that's pretty good. Okay. So with that, it's dead. So the Frost Giant gets cleaved and falls to the ground with a thundering oomph. I'm saying the, the bonus blade. Derby. I'm counting that one, too. <laughs> that's my kill. <laughs> uh, but the last Verbi looks absolutely mortified by this. Um, Trust me, yeah, dude. Just keep disengaging. Turn. You'll make it. On its turn, I mean, it just drops its weapon and holds its hands up and cowers. And in the giant language, it begs for mercy. Zach just looks to Klika, not knowing what to do. Like, uh. do I Klika speak in a weird language again. 
Time to start kicking <laughs> ass. I'm feeling pretty lucky, Klika. I'm feeling lucky. Pulls out Domro's luck. Klika goes to like shrug, like probably not, but then realizes that she's shrugging with her monkey feet and not her hand and redistributes all of her equipment properly and lands on the ground and is like, um, probably shrugging with your hand feet is just squatting. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but she's flying and she could be sideways at the time. So, <laughs> just crab like position. Jarzak's just super confused. Like, what is what's she doing? <laughs> is that a yes? Jar- well, that's what it does on its turn. So, it goes to Norhill right after this, who's stabilized. Yep. And then it would go to Jarzak. So, Klinga, is that a yes? I need to pulls out Delmaro's luck, getting ready. Jarzak, we could probably... I mean, he dropped his weapon. I think we're okay. Um, but, but they've been so mean to us in town. Jarzak, again, I, I want to say that that was more on you than anything else. <laughs> they won't even talk to me, Klika. <laughs> they won't talk. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to have a civil conversation for once, and they're like, <laughs> grumble and said some stuff I didn't understand. And then you started speaking a language I'm not sure what it was, and that didn't help. Uh, well, yeah, if, we're, if they were doing it, I was doing it. I don't know. Well, maybe we could just let the cycle of hatred end, huh, Jarzak? Uh, yeah, sure. Jarzak's gonna move closer with Domero's luck and wait for Anton to get up here to talk. <laughs> well, I I don't know what he's saying, so I guess Anton will translate. That's a good I mean, call. It's, it's big enough, and its voice booms enough that Anton he- hears it clearly from just around the hall in the corner there, and hears the thing beg for mercy to let it go. So he's gonna Anton give the can... nod and. Well, first she's gonna hit up Norhill to cure wounds so we can get up. Hit up Norhill with the melee attack. Coup de Grab, he's the king of the dwarves now. Plonk, <laughs> <laughs> just start claiming everybody's titles. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's Norhill, how, that's how get... the, those successions would work. Norhill, you get 30 points right. back. Anton, where's the dwarf armor? Anton has claimed the throne of blood, and now Anton also has monkey feet. He has achieved leadership over all three. The dwarves, the orcs, and the universe. (laughs) Head into the room with his um, sunblade sheathed. And he kind of looks at the very big and he says, if we let you go, you'll go to your leader, won't you? I can't remember and her name. It's a long one. Pragwoka? Yeah. It just shakes its head and says, no, she is that way, and points back the same general direction which you came and said, I'm leaving this place. I will hopefully find some sort of acceptance from my exodus from the rest of the Frost Giants far to the north and the west. Why were you here? Trogloka offered us much in the in terms of raiding. There was much money to be found here. 
did she keep her promises? And with that, it shakes its head and it pulls a coin purse off of its hip and tosses it to the ground in front of you. The jingle of coins inside leads you to believe, yeah, there's probably quite a bit of money. And from what you guys know of Gallad Bay being harassed by the ogres, putting two and two together, it would seem that perhaps Tragloka has been utilizing them as her own little personal force. She just sounds like a bad banker. <laughs> what did you a just whisper what? into the microphone? She sounds like a bad banker. She's just... She's oh, just banker. Collecting her debts. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Building up her own fucking bank, I guess. Whatever. Um, Anton looks at the party and he translates back that, well, he wants to leave this place. Go find refuge with other frost giants. Like, uh, well, maybe we could put in a good word for him with Lord Gontier. I don't, I don't know how we would do that. I guess just go outside and point at him while giving a thumbs up. Lord Gontier could see us everywhere we were, right? He could probably see us right now. Klika just points at him and gives a thumbs up. Yeah, so we're not killing him. I mean, he gave up all his treasure and he doesn't want to fight anymore. Doesn't I don't think he, we need to. What if he brings back up and then they surround us? Then we kill them. Hopefully. Lika's right. True. We're no better than them. Or worse. Killing Besides, by the time he could return with reinforcements, we will hopefully be gone from this place. And then Tim looks back at him. He says, "Go, leave this place." The beast looks around and realizes the good graces and starts rushing out of there. But you can hear it scuffling through some of the dead bodies on the way out the door of like the entrance of the place and very clearly picks up a spear and runs out of there. It just shrugs. He says, I don't know how much more I can do with this adventure. He's got to come a little slag. If he's going to be running out there and fighting reindeer atars, uh, like, yeah, I mean, I, I'd want a spear too. I hate I, to no, say He just shrugs and he says, I don't know how much more I can do with this fighting. I hope it comes to an end soon. And he just kind of huffs and just falls on his butt and he's just like worn out. Uh, uh, Norhill says that that was indeed an unexpectedly tough one. Because he like like, blows like a blood clot out of his nose. I'm just waiting for Jarzak to kind of roll his eyes or like uh, do like a little hand 50-50 thing be like, hmm. Not that bad. Narhill, you might want to pull out your shield. You seem to do better with that. As he, like, double taps the axe in his hand. <laughs> I do feel a bit naked without it. Yeah, Klika liked her shield a lot, too. <laughs> Has it on one stop, of her feet. Stop spinning. <laughs> stop. I'm going to say. <laughs> hanging upside down. Just, yeah, yeah. you know. All right, well, do you Stop. think we have time to gather ourselves before we continue? 
or Klinka can fly in, charging. I don't know from the skies. We're like Anton, we're inside. Anton just shakes his head. He says, "I think. I, I wonder if we're going about this the wrong way. How else could we go about it? We have been adventuring for months, months. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know how many months it's, been. but." It just feels like I can't tell you how many encounters we've done with these so-called enemies and they're not really enemies. And we find we've maybe made some grave moral mistake and this wrathful killing. I just, I don't... I I mean... We're fighting their nature. It's their... You covered your mic. Manny, you covered your mic. Oh, is my mic covered? (laughs) Yep. You're like, like, I don't know. And then you started getting very emotional and your microphone got covered by like a blanket or something. (laughs) Anyway, as I was saying. I'll try to restart that and um, <laughs> I'll try to refine my my fight myself. Um, well, Anton, a completely like, different take. I I don't agree with the way they act. They're stealing. They're pillaging and such. It is against my nature as my beliefs as a cleric. But at the end of the day, it's their nature. Just because they do things that are in a nature as opposite of mine doesn't mean they're worth killing. I just. Like, we're going to talk to a lich for, hopefully talk to a lich, one of the most, the most evil beings to get us help against an even worse enemy. Maybe we shouldn't go into this with a fight. Hey, hey Anton. Maybe we're making a mistake. Anton, if we showed up to talk, I'm pretty sure they would have already attacked us first. Yeah, uh, Norhill is going to step up to Anton and sort of uh, you know, look, uh, look up at him, uh, arms crossed, and say, well, Anton's sitting, so I don't know if he's uh, well, so. So, uh, Anton's eye level then. Uh, so, so you know, Norhill's going to level a look at Anton and say, "In war, you do not kill the enemy because you hate him. You kill the enemy because it is either you or him." It's not about moral rightness or wrongness. It's about doing whatever you have to in order to win the day. This isn't war, Norhill. Our war is back. Back. Back on Amaroth. We're not in Amaroth. We're invading someone's home. Yes, they've done terrible things against other towns, but we don't know. Of course it's war. Of course it's that very same war. We agreed to do this to give a potential ally reprieve to free up their forces to go fight and die on our land. This is the least that we can do. Why couldn't they do this? I see that happens a lot. A lot of people lazy don't asses. want this guilt on their hands. That's why they're not doing it. I, I mean, it the the answer that Lord Amthar did give you is because the ogres were so nestled in his community, 
if he made any sort of organized attempt on their leader, they might do some sort of like, you know what I mean? Like some final hurrah and like gutted his take out the city. You know what I mean? How is us doing this any different? The point is, is you guys are an outside force that's unexpected. So if they lose their leadership from some unseen third party, it would likely go over better. That was the reasoning he gave for it. Yeah, yeah, because Edson's because just of weary of... of that now. He's heard that too many times. I mean, even the ones yeah. in town don't even talk to us, Anton. Like they, they just don't care. You didn't they don't want to. Yes, I See, did. That's why they I... don't want to be that's... friendly, and they came and kicked in the tavern like they were going to destroy the whole place for for what? I just like how this is somehow coming back to Jarzak fighting that one guy in the beginning. This all being like his justification, like, see, they're all evil and I just had a greater insight than the rest of you. I rolled it off screen. (laughs) Anton, I think you need to ask yourself this question. In order to maintain these morals that you find so important, would you sit by and let others who you could protect Die so as to keep your hands clean? If they're worth protecting, we're protecting everyone. I just just think that we shouldn't go into the swinging for once. We don't know enough about this situation. I mean, we're going on this on the trust of one man. Cleek is willing to parlay if that's what we want to do. They'll probably listen to us now. Um, I would think it's a little late for that, seeming how mm-hmm. we killed most of them. Maybe they're one of the might uh, makes right kind of groups. Yeah, not what, like what would you, you murdered all my friends, so I'm going to kill you now. Yeah, that's that's a take. What would you offer the Frost Giant Maiden to convince her to leave this place? Why does she have to leave? How long have they been here compared to the others? I, they, I just think we need to understand why they're here. They're here they, because they wish to pillage and kill and destroy. I don't see what you don't understand about that. I worry there may be more to that. There's always more. The man across the battlefield also has a story. But if you get lost in thinking about the backstory of every life that you have to take because it's the only choice you have, you will never live a proper life. Yeah, and the DM will quit. I'm not writing that many backstories. (laughs) (laughs) I understand, Norhill. I, I really do. I just... All this endless killing is making me weary. And I worry that we're going into it blindly at this point. That's all. Wow. This does feel like, as far as side quests go, this does start to feel like one of those moments where the party kind of looks at it like, yeah, we got hired to kill a bunch of evil things. But I feel like Anton does bring up a pretty good point that like literally four days ago, you people didn't even know about this issue. And now you're in the heart of their lair, like beating the Christ out of out of the enemy. And like they're scrambling and running and begging for mercy. And Anton's like, you know, I don't even remember the name of the person we're here to kill. And yet 
I hate them, but I feel like I shouldn't. So, like, I feel like Anton's feelings are justified that, like, at this moment, when one finally talks and has, like, a conversation and begs for mercy, Anton has a moment of, like, you know, that guy probably had, like, a dream and probably, like, wanted to do something with his life. And, like, we just killed 18 of the other ones. They're laying literally 10 feet from him as he begs for mercy. I I see where Anton's coming from. Clicker's just sick of the last time we tried to spare a giant's life. They literally jumped into a pool of lava, then talked to us. So she's not hopeful, but it's like, well, there's no lava here. So what's 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 this one gonna do? No man crunch outside as it jumps off the cliff. It'll be a polar dump. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh it, it, it just shakes his head. He says, uh, we should rest and then I guess find find our leader and go from there. Very well. Put this to rest one way or another. Okay. And as the party uh, continue to talk about this, I imagine you guys take maybe like a 30-minute reprieve or something like that, a moment to gather yourself, gather your breath, whatever. I mean, um, I was hoping to actually mechanically take a short rest because Norhill is yeah, not going to sense. survive another fight with what he has. So at this point, uh, you guys can take a short rest and we will end it with the sound of a signaling horn outside of the main entryway which was left open as the Verbeek ran out of there and you hear a couple of loud toots off of a horn as something seems to be coming down the same entryway pathway that you had come in before and uh, yeah that's where we'll end it Hey everyone I want to thank you all for listening to another episode of the podcast it really means a lot to me to have everybody listening in And if you have anything you'd like to say, any comments or anything like that, shoot me a tweet over at ygrognard on Twitter, or you can even send me an email at younggrognard at gmail.com. I look forward to everything you guys have to say, and it's always a pleasure to engage with anybody listening to the show. And as always, be sure to keep things... Dungeons. Dungeons.